Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Mary. We're two best friends who've known each other since we were five. Now we're 30, and we are thirsty for information. And hungry for knowledge. Join us every week as we explore two topics. Everything from organs to orgies, and so much more. Subscribe to our podcast to learn along with us. We promise we'll have a good time. Um, we've pr- I think we've been doing this for a year. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I don't think that's... Oh my god, that's probably true. Yeah. You and me. You and... Yeah. Cheers. All right. Cheers to years. <laughs> so okay. today, we are talking about bed bugs. No, thank you. And the Order of the Solar Temple. It's a cult, guys. It's a cult. <laughs> right, so we're going to go back to our Satanist roots. We're getting there. We're getting there. Fantastic. Okay, so I wanted to talk about bed bugs. No one wants to talk about bed bugs normally, but I wanted to. You're a sick and twisted individual. <laughs> so I was thinking about them because I, <laughs> I couldn't find anything on this, but I think... That most likely, because of the pandemic, there are less bed bugs spreading. Don't you think? I would hope so. I mean, yeah, yeah, that would make sense to me. So that's why I was thinking about it. Okay. Um, And then, so I'm just going to tell you, you know, what they are. So you were just like, it was just like late one night and you were just like, I wonder how those bed bugs are doing. Probably not getting any action. Because I generally fear bed bugs because I had them once. All the time? How often are you fearing them? Well, at the time hardcore anxiety no but like like nowadays daily nowadays no um because it's not as fresh in my mind okay but i do think about them a lot like a lot of my behaviors have changed since i had bed bugs yeah before you were just puking and vomiting and rolling in sheets and rolling on people (sighs) yeah that's what that's how you get bed bugs (laughs) puking and vomiting well i i just want to emphasize how gross you were before the bed bugs (laughs) So let me take you through what bed bugs are, how they're spread, and then just like some fun facts. There's no such thing. There are no fun facts. We'll just call them facts. We'll just call them gross facts. Yeah. Okay, so you know how bed bugs spread. We just vomiting. On it. <laughs> so the myth, you bring up a good point because the myth is that you have to be gross to get bed bugs. Right, not true. Not true. You don't have to be cluttered although clutter can keep them around longer you don't have to be unhygienic they don't care they just want a body mm. and if they see a body <laughs> oh they're gonna God. latch on <laughs> they're never gonna let go they're like indoor ticks okay <laughs> perfect way to put that um so they're spread by the bugs themselves or the eggs traveling Traveling around with a little suitcase. (laughs) Hey guys, I'm here. I'm here for my new home. I was like, ugh, that bed bug is here again. He wasn't even invited. I'm going to hatch in a little bit, but right now I'm just an egg. (laughs) So that, you know, they actually go into suitcases when you're traveling the world, come home with you. They're found in secondhand furniture. Don't be picking up furniture on the street. That's all I have to say. Um, Even like borrowing furniture... From Craigslist, Craigslist or purchasing it off Facebook Marketplace, all of that is not great. So they're found mostly in high density areas, um, and they are human parasites mm. that feed on blood at night. Much like myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. We know um, it. 
<clears throat> have you, if you've ever seen one or a picture of one, it's reddish. It looks like a little beetle and it's one to seven millimeters. Now the creepy part about them is they can live for 70 days without food. What? Which is why they suck because of the blood. to get rid of. Yeah. So they will like suck some blood for five mm. to 10 minutes on your body while you're sleeping. Cute. And then they're like, I'm pretty good for a while. Wow. Gross. Well, that's pretty gross, but I admire their portion control. <laughs> yeah. They're very svelte. <laughs> yes. Uh, so bites are really itchy. They sometimes cause allergic reactions, but I don't know. They didn't for me. That's but good. for me, I noticed they were in clusters, like Ew. in of three. And that's actually called something. Oh, no. It's called breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> really gross Mm. and it's usually on skin that's uncovered so like if they're your feet are sticking out of the sheets or your wrist or your neck or something like that Mm. really gross that you can see how i got real anxious when i had them then there's also if you look at a bite a tiny red mark in the middle um which is an indication that the bed bug has released an anticoagulant which is like a blood blood thinning substance they can um, reduce the coagulation of blood, which prolongs the clotting time. So they can they get can the feed. blood. Yeah. They can feed. Um, it also happens with mosquitoes. But I got to say, so far I'm not having a lot of fun with your topic. <laughs> it's very gross. <laughs> I so, wish I wasn't learning this with you. So there, the, one of the major effects, like, okay, bites happen. They don't really, there, there's no real evidence that it's like they pat like, past diseases or anything like that but one of the biggest effects is psychological yeah you look at you right now <laughs> sometimes you can't sleep oh my God. <laughs> um because you're literally in your bed knowing your fate for the evening like i'm going in i'm gonna get bitten and it's really <laughs> it fucked sucks. up um, and you can't sleep anywhere else because you don't want to spread it. Right. Oh, that sucks. So you're not like, oh, like, let me just like, well, get like, out of here. Why aren't you like calling an exterminator or something? Like, why are <laughs> okay. you just continuing to sleep it with the bugs? <laughs> so yes, you should be calling an exterminator. But <clears throat> you got to be getting rid of those. You can't just be like, another night with my buddies. <laughs> here we go. I'm just living <laughs> this in This is it. my life now. <laughs> if you notice bites on you or like a roommate, um, then you know you have an infestation and you have to get an exterminator. They'll release pesticides, but they'll take two or three times to come in and, and do the treatments for you. And each time they come in, you have to vacuum, you have to clean mm-hmm. um, your clothing, like wash all your bedding on mm-hmm. hot and put it in a dryer to kill everything. Um, so repeated treatments are needed. It's not like one and done. Right, so you're okay. sitting there like waiting for a few months until they are gone. It's disgusting. Yeah. So then, uh, just so you know, pets can also be bit. No. Rude. Um, they live in furniture, cracks in walls, and dark places. So it's not just beds. That's why you can't pick up furniture from the street. They're in. They're living in furniture and like wood. Right. This is why I don't sit on the wooden benches in the subway platform. Oh wow. That's where I think that I got it. I don't know because I was sitting on them when I first moved to New York, like mm. an idiot. I've sat on them. Ugh. 
Don't do it. I sit on them. Well, I haven't been on the subway in a year, but now I won't be sitting on them. No. Um, and then other ways you can prevent it, especially if you live in a big city, like don't be putting your purse on your bed. Um, you know, change your clothes when you go into the house so you're not like getting coming in from the subway with your jeans sitting on your bed sitting on stuff it's better to like you know change your clothes nobody's gonna do that yeah um if you're going to a hotel this is extreme you can keep your suitcases in the bathtub okay that's this is for like real paranoid people this is real paranoid you can check the uh mattress and probably not a bad idea not a bad idea don't leave clothes on the floor just like Try to keep everything in one place. Um, and then... Oh, my God. Coming from you, that's rich. What? <laughs> spread them everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Um, and then when you get home, put your clothes... If you can't wash them, put them in a dryer. Heat's supposed to kill them. Mm. So that helps. Okay. 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 Fun facts about mm. bed bugs. Before the 50s, 30% of household had households had bed bugs. Ew. Gross, everybody. What's so, the percentage now? Um, <clears throat> I don't think there is one. I think like they just, we don't have them. <laughs> um, but there was an increase at one point. Um, remember, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. Oh my god! Yeah. Why do we say that? Well, there's a few reasons they think we say that. Just well, bed bugs were pretty common, and it rhymed. Yeah, in the <laughs> in the 1890s, they they think it came up, and um, there was there used to be like. Instead of your platform and then the mattress on the platform, whatever, mm-hmm. your bed frame. Yeah. It, there were ropes, so you had to, like, pull them tight. Mm-hmm. So sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Wait, what, are, what ropes? So instead of, like, platforms under your mattress, holding your mattress mm-hmm. up, those platforms were made of rope that you had to tighten to keep the mattress up. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, there was a 71% increase in bed bugs between... 2000 and 2005 cool and then new york city became like the hub the hub of bed bugs in 2010 and then chicago why just like all of a sudden some people were like reporting a ton of bed bugs there was just an infestation there was just an overpopulation or some shit yep and we're traveling Mm -hmm. cheaper to travel everyone's traveling we live in close quarters um the first bed bugs were mentioned in ancient greece in 400 BC, um, the ancestor of modern bedbugs first emerged 115 million years ago. Oh, well, that's good to think about sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and then finally, bedbugs reproduce by a gruesome strategy. No, named I don't want to know it. Traumatic insemination. <laughs> oh my God. Could they not, though? I know. I mean,. Can't they just? Can't they just have one thing that they're like? No, they're the worst. Fine about just like normal. No, traumatic can be insemination. Normal. Please explain. Does this mean that the, that they die when they do it at least? <laughs> no. <laughs> the male stabs the female's abdomen oh, and injects sperm into the wound. And uh, females can lay more than two hundred eggs. That's too much. So that's really gross. I feel like that's too much for something that small. Yeah. Don't don't be doing that. I Stop know. it. I know. It's too many. Why are You're they doing this small. to us? You're too small. Don't do that. Why are they doing this to us? Everything that's small is so violent. Like those tiny jellyfish. jellyfish. Stop it. Stop it, small things. Everyone stop being poisonous and itchy. Just stop. I think they listened. I think I 
can feel it in the air. <laughs> uh, so that's bed bugs, and I hope no one ever has to experience them. I hope not, except for my enemies. Let's list them. <laughs> Maynard, number one. <laughs> Every person in HR ever. Every person in HR should get bed bugs. I firmly believe that. I stand by that so hard. Obviously. Obviously. Um, that covers a lot of people for me. Um, <laughs> um, should we list some people from middle school that I'm still a little pissed with? If you want. Sure. Um, Julia. Beep. Um, Kayla and Heather. Beep, beep. Um, why not? Greg. Beep. <laughs> There's probably more. Uh, There's definitely more. Oh, you know who's fucking annoying? Who? I don't know. I can't think of someone right now. Um, but there probably there's so many people out there that I can't. Anti-vaxxers, bedbugs. Yeah, might as well. Um, people that spend two hours on their hair in the morning. Because, I, I don't think because... they, that they can. If they want to spend the time, they can spend the time. No, no they need bedbugs. <laughs> no one needs. Bed I'm bugs. drawing the line there. I'm drawing the line. Okay. I think it's okay if you want to get up early and do your hair or whatever. But people who are late, oh, give them bed bugs. Do what not be late. What if they're parking for 25 minutes? Well, it's different. You're not like a late person. Okay, thank you. Um, no, late people would be smack. Why are there no consequences for people anymore? It's like, people are always like growing up like, oh, you can't be doing this, you can't be doing that. Turns out you can do whatever the hell you want. Nobody cares. You can be late for work every day. You can not do your job. You can call, you can do whatever the hell you want. And there are no consequences. I don't see them getting a plague. And then people who do good jobs at things just are like, well, what's the point? You know, people who smoke get breaks all the time. Yeah, they get extra time They get extra time. They're like, oh, they're they're smoking. They need to go outside and do this. And like, they're working, like... You know, but and you you have to pick up the slack. Like what? Okay, it's not my fault. All right, well I'm gonna go get cancer too. Hmm? Easy life. Easy life. Just one little bed bug would make their life a living hell. So yeah. Well, that concludes bed bugs. So now we deserve them. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, Let's great. Take a break. Talk to you later. Bye bye. All right, now we're going to learn about a cult. It's way more fun uh, than bed bugs. Way more fun. It's called the Order of the Solar Temple. Yes. I almost said it wrong. The Order of the Phoenix. The Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> Close, but not at all. Um, so this cult is sex, drugs, and rock and roll, Mary. Whoa, why aren't we a part but of it? But if the sex was rape, and the drugs were poison, and the rock and roll was murder. It's <laughs> a great opener. Uh-huh. Um... So this cult was started in 1984, semi-recent, in Geneva, Switzerland, by Joseph DeMambro and Luc Jouret. And these guys are allegedly, um, like self-described, descendants of the Knights Templar. You may know them from the Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, (laughs) The Lost Symbol, pretty much any Dan Brown book. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's it. Uh, and so the leaders and their members, they kind of believe that Earth would one day be destroyed and they're going to be the sole survivors. Um, the elders told members their only hope lay in shedding their earthly bodies in order to be reborn um, on an unnamed planet orbiting the dog star called Sirius. So another Harry Potter tie-in for you. Thank you. Um, and basically they got a transit there via suicide and fire. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what are their beliefs? 
Um, they want to reestablish the correct notions of authority and power in the world. Very vague. Not really sure what that means. What's correct? They want to affirm the primacy of spiritual over the temporal. Okay. Sure. Uh, they want to give back to man the consciousness of his dignity. No. A lot of these don't make sense. No. Uh, they want to work towards the union of the churches and converge Christianity and Islam. Not really sure how or why. I thought they were anti-Christian. No. Okay. There just is an antichrist at some oh point. Oh my god. Okay. okay. So then they also have to prepare for the return of Christ as, you know, the solar god king, of course. Oh my god. Okay, so now let's get into the leaders, our, our cult leaders, and then we'll get into, you know, how it works. And, you know, the transits, aka the mass suicides. Oh um, my god. Okay. Slash murders. Unclear. Um, so Joe DiMambro, he's basically the, the man behind the cult. Um, he claims that in a previous life, he's a member of the Knights Templar. Uh, during ceremonies, these guys got pretty fun. Uh, their members wore like crusader robes and like have to hold up this big sword, which <laughs> DiMambro, the cult leader, said was an authentic Templar artifact, you know, given to him a thousand years ago in a previous life. So it's probably just something he bought at Party City. Right, right. Mm-hmm. He, like, kept that around in storage. Yeah. Right, yeah. He obviously was able to find where he had buried it for his next self. Exactly. And then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, he told them he's the reincarnation of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. of course. Um, and, you know, because of this, he was recognized as a human being chosen by divine powers to transmit their messages. So he would get have visions and things and, like... He would use that authority to pick ladies to have sex with before ceremonies, you know, so he would have the strength uh, to perform the ceremonies. Okay, yeah. You know, whether or not this was consensual, probably, definitely not. Um, and then, you know, if people wanted to challenge his authority, he did not like that. Um, so in the early 90s, actually, his son figured out that he was lying about a lot of these prophecies. How? And How did he, he, he find He was, that like, out? doing... <laughs> making holograms and shit and like faking his visions and stuff using projections um and his son was like uh what the fuck i'm gonna tell everybody nice and this guy panicked and uh the son leaked it and it was bad and then like the son apparently left the church but then his body was found among like all the people, so it's unclear whether or not his son actually left the church or not. But when you say all the people, you're referring, you're foreshadowing our mass suicides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Um. Okay. He was definitely murdered. Yeah, probably because of what he did. Yeah. Um. So then we have Luc Jure. I don't know if I'm saying things right. I just know they're French. He's Luc. Um. So he's like the charismatic face of the cult. You know, every cult needs a good, good spokesman. Cop. Yeah. Um, you know, he travels around and, like, lectures on the cult's messages, you know, and does cool things, like help break up marriages that are, like, incompatible mm. so that he can seduce the wives that he wants to seduce. He sounds of sound mind. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that is one thing that most cult leaders have in common. Um, <laughs> so how does it all work? This cult was expensive. It's like a big old MLM, kind of. Like, there are initiation fees, you gotta give gifts to your leaders, and you gotta have mandatory tuition, Scientology style, you know? Wow, that's fun. That's why they're still around? Uh, they are still around, but it's a little weird. Okay. Um, so they have lots of ceremonies with costumes and jewelry. We love it, we love it, we love it. Um, and then the leaders, Joe and Luke, 
start living kind of lavishly while everyone else is paying them and think they start to get a little unhappy with that because at first they were just kind of using the money to you know recruit new members but then they were like i mean getting greedy live it up um so you have like three levels and each level has three grades to reach the next level you know that all involves like (laughs) the way you get your pink car at the end (laughs) basically um and then but this is all run by like an inner circle called the synarchy of the temple um but they also call themselves the elder brothers of the rosy cross and these are like the like the cult leaders joe and luke Mm. and like high level donors like important people politicians things like that whoa yeah um so then we gotta they start coming up with this idea of transit to the dog star Sirius. you know oh my god and this happens so many levels (laughs) i know so during the 90s basically the group gets in trouble with the government and some members uh so they are feeling persecuted and this leads to the perception that transit suicide is the solution um so in 1991 uh basically they have uh branches in a few places martinique switzerland canada france all french um, speaking all all french speaking places (laughs) um so martinique investigates the decision of their citizens like who are just giving up all of their stuff and moving to canada oh no um so they send a letter um, to a bunch of organizations in Quebec and France being like, uh, watch out, something weird's happening. Wow, um, nice. Nice yeah. Martinique mm-hmm. on top of their shit. Then the media is also covering a former member discussing the group's negative influence and the, all the fake prophecies and lies they've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, in 93, Luke and two other members were arrested and sentenced to a year of probation and a fine of $1,000 for the purchase of firearms and silencers. Holy crap. This was because there were terrorist attacks going on in the area, and they thought these people were involved, but it turned out they weren't. But they still were like, yeah, you still can't be buying these things. Oh, okay. Um, and then Joe's wife has some difficulties renewing her passport because they're like also illegally funneling money through Australia. <sighs> and France's consulate investigates them to like and might revoke their visas. So they're like panicking they're like we gotta trans we gotta transit we gotta transit soon like that's like the way out of all of this right these problems um so they come up with this idea and this is like the best idea they've ever had and then they also get pissed because they're about to do this in 93 but then the whole waco texas situation (sighs) happens with the shootout and they were like overshadowed "Mm -hmm." and that they literally have a recorded conversation where they're like damn it like they stole our thunder what we're gonna do is gonna be so much bigger and better but like now we gotta wait yeah it's crazy and so they're like fuck that um so then they wait a little bit um in several days before their first transit um joe has 12 of his closest friends and highest ranked followers and they you know have a casual reenactment of the last supper as one does oh yeah um and obviously he was christ Christ, yeah (laughs) Um, just a fun, just a fun thing they did. That was, I believe, I like, love this for them. Yeah. Um, did they have anyone notable in their cult? You're saying politicians? Um, there was, like, one Olympian, and, like, the politicians were, like, suspected, but, like, it's not really okay, sure yeah. if, like, certain people were or not. Um, okay, now let's get into what drew me to this cult, which is the Antichrist. Right, right, right. Okay, so, basically... <laughs> I just read a like a one-liner about this, and then I looked into it more, and it's not as funny. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on September thirtieth, nineteen ninety-four, in Montreal, um, this three-month-old child was declared the Antichrist. 
Uh, so him and his parents, Antonio and Nikki, uh, were stabbed to death with wooden stakes, like a lot of times. Oh my god. Uh, and the baby too, obviously. Right. Was the whoa, Antichrist. Whoa. Um, and two of the cult members performed this murder. Um, they were sent by Joe, and he told members that these people's kid was the Antichrist. But really what was happening was he was pissed because this family named their kid the same name as his daughter, Emmanuel, and his daughter was considered, like, an immaculate conception, god, like, whatever. So he was pissed. Also, Antonio, the father of the Antichrist, was admitting to other cult members that he helped install, like, mechanisms to project things and, like, fog and trick members Mm. into thinking they were seeing miraculous things. So, like can't be doing that so basically the murder was because he was pissed at these guys not he's that a the straight up murderer end. yep that's it uh-huh but it's okay because like a day later they all commit mass suicide but right um okay so let's get into transit time yeah tell me about transit time because okay. i'm really confused if they want all this money how come they're gonna kill all their members good question um because they really believe in what they're doing Oh, my God. They really are some nuts. The first transit happened uh, day, a couple days later, October 4th, 1994, in Canada and Switzerland. So, basically, they found the Antichrist and his family <laughs> burnt, and two other adults burned in a fire. Uh, the killers had fled to Switzerland by that time. In Switzerland, fires broke out in, two, in communities in two different towns, leaving 48 people dead. Wow. So, in the first town... People took sedatives and were shot before being burned. And in the second town, they were poisoned before being burned. And this includes the the Last Supper crew. Okay. Like they the this founders. Is what they did. Yeah. They, they they took like a nice like tranquilizer and like oh, it must be then, nice for them. Then died. And Who's lighting it on fire is my question. Um like I think they kind of leave a couple people for last and then that's when they like they like light themselves um yeah. um scary with accelerant and then kill themselves um it's unclear at this point like what's voluntary suicide and what's murder mm-hmm. because it's not clear who really wants this who doesn't you can't really tell right um, i mean they're kind of brainwashed so yeah so that's like basically the first group going away like that was like essentially the end of the cult mm-hmm. because the leaders are gone. They took their most important followers, whatever. Okay. Um, but there are still some cult members that are like, we didn't get the memo. We're pissed. So, like. <laughs> They're still on the plane, th- like, switching planes. Like, yeah. We didn't get there in time. So, the next year, uh, December 15th, 1995, in France, 16 people are found burned. And how they Fomo. did this. Yeah. 14 people took sedatives. And then the two remaining people shot them each twice, gotta make sure, and filled the room and themselves with accelerant before lighting the fire and then shooting themselves in the head. So I assume something similar was done. Wow. This time around. Wow, wow, wow. And then there's a third transit in 1997 in March in Canada. It's like a few more people were like really hanging on to this belief. Five people committed suicide and left a note being like, we're going to serious, bitch. Um, Little do they know. They're just dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the bodies were often found in like a circle or star-shaped formation, and they were all wearing robes. They put a lot of effort into this. Yeah, some people were found with plastic bags over their head. Um, 
it's unclear if this was like a statement on pollution because they were also like really anti-pollution or if it was like part of a ritual or what but it didn't seem involuntary so it seemed like maybe it was like added protection or added insurance that they'd really Uh die maybe it was just like for aesthetics these people were fucking weird that's the cult wow i love it and i hate it right i mean what you want to see from a cult i think is like costumes you do want to see that you want to see like firm belief you want to see deep corruption power grabs money what you don't want to see but unfortunately you see a lot is like uh, taking advantage sexually of members, mm. taking advantage emotionally of members, murder, suicide, all of that. But it comes with the territory, you know? But it does come with it, unfortunately. You can't just start a cult and just have it be like a nice farming time. No. Well, Even we could, I t- if you want. We're going to turn to murder at some point. Okay, it's it's yeah. how it all happens, Mary. We're going to get murdery. It's bad. We can't get in the we can't get. It. We can't do it. We can't do it. I guess. All right, well, thank you for sticking by us. Uh We'll be in for our second session, which you'll hear in a week. Thank you. Oh, wait. What? Good night. Oh, right. We got to do that twice. Oh, my God. Okay. Good night. Good night. And leave, leave us, us alone. alone. Thanks so much for listening. Listen to Learning with Lauren and Mary wherever you listen to podcasts. If there's a topic you're interested in learning about, email us at learning at laurenandmary.com. Or find us on Instagram at learning with Lauren and Mary.